Everybody, welcome back. I'm super excited. So today's guest on our interview is the one and only inspirational engineer, Kaveh. Kaveh started at an early age, actually in the music industry, sold out his first concert at the age of 18. And I was taking his inspiration, his business, his life skills, and actually helping others to promote their passions alongside business. It's something that he calls edutainment. We're about to dive deep into it. Guys, so stay tuned. You're gonna learn a shit ton from my new friend, Kave. Yes. Kave, how's, how's it doing, man? Man, it's fantastic, bro. Blessed. It's uh, sun shining here in Austin, Texas. So I am uh, abundantly blessed and just super happy. Love it, man. Love it. Hey, seriously, thanks for taking the time out of your day to uh, to join us. Like, honestly, thanks so much. I just have to say it. I always try and thank everybody for even tuning in as well. And so I know when super high level, busy people like yourself can take the time out of the day. I appreciate it. Hey, man, it's a pleasure, bro. I appreciate you, you know, opening up the space and for us to actually spend this time together and manifest greatness right here. So thank you. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Cool. So, I mean, in the introduction, you know, I definitely dropped that you're an inspirational engineer, but if in your own words, just let everybody know sort of what does that mean? Give us kind of your definition. Yeah. So what I do is I help people be fulfilled, right? That's what I specialize in, teaching the art of fulfillment. And what I find that that looks like, I actually just uh, said to uh, the other day, I was asked, what is success? And to me, success is when you do your passion, right? You, you have a passion, you love it, you do this. You monetize this passion, right? And once you monetize this passion, you use that money and the wisdom while doing that passion to teach others or serve others or benefit everybody else. That's what success is. And so uh, as an inspiration engineer, being that I love music, as you said in the introduction, I've combined my music skills with my uh, business skills, if you will, if we're gonna put those in, in quotes and in brackets, and the inspiration engineer is, he does that. He, he's a person that uses uh, the, the entertainment and the education combined as a hybrid to deliver value. Okay, so if I'm hearing you right, essentially an inspirational engineer can be, can it be anybody? Is that just your personal title or is that something that other people can almost fulfill within themselves? I love that. I think both. Um, the answer is both. So as far as uh, when I, when I, uh, the quick little funny story is I had like 10 different titles. Um, the problem that I was facing was, you know, they say uh, when you have a lot of skills, the more skills you have, the more value you can offer. Right. And that's true. However, also what is true is the more skills you have, the more confusing it is to figure out what you do. Right. Now, here's the here's the funny thing is when we when we speak multiple languages, nobody is confused by that. Right. No, you, you say I speak English, Italian, Spanish, you know, French and you name them all up. Nobody says, OK, but which one do you speak, Wayne? Like nobody does that. You're like, I speak all of them. Well, when you have a lot of skills, people are like they attach that to the identity. So which one are you? Um, and so I had a lot of skills and they didn't all go under the same umbrella. And just to share with you a couple of them now so you understand. I'm an audio engineer, I mix, I write poetry, I'm a songwriter, I sing, I rap. Then on the business side, I do sales, I do marketing, I do operations, I do all these things. And I do them, uh, I use basketball analogies. So you got Dennis Rodman, who's a specialist, all he does is get rebounds. And then you got Draymond Green, who's a generalist. He does a lot of things well. And so yeah. you can be that. So inspiration engineer, to answer your question, I had about 10 different titles. 
and Inspiration Engineer was one of them. And I let my community, I pulled my community for them to tell me which one did they like, and they voted on Inspiration Engineer. So at that time, uh, when you Googled it, you got a couple things for construction, which was interesting, mm -hmm. but nobody else really owned that domain, right? Like nobody really owned it. So I said, I'm gonna go ahead and own it. So anybody can be an inspiration engineer. However, I am the inspiration engineer. So y'all don't, 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 don't take my fire now. But yeah, it's uh, the ability, the concept anybody can do. Nice, man, I like it a lot. And so the background or kind of the nuances of being an inspiration engineer, right? You started talking about success and fulfillment, sort of happiness. Yes. Right. Yes. Talk a little bit about maybe what brings you joy and fulfillment and then how people can start developing that within themselves. Yeah. So there's two sides of that. Uh, so first off, what brings me the most joy and fulfillment is four primary things. Right. And maybe maybe five. But the first one is uh, music. Like, uh, like music is one of those things that I'll do whether somebody paid me for it or not. I will always do it. I'll always write because it's uh, therapy for me. It's therapeutic and I just enjoy it so much. Uh, the second thing that brings me a lot of joy is being around people. Obviously, I love connecting with people. I love uh, going to events and connecting when I have the time to do that and just uh, being able to to really connect because I'm from the era and the timeline where we didn't have a lot of social media. So you always had to go to your friend's house or make a phone call. Like that's what you did, right? Um, so connecting. Number three is when I teach somebody or I give somebody a nugget or I give them like actual training and they use it and they get results. That is one of the best experiences you can have. It is like, it's beyond. Um, I just love that. I love when people give me like through social media DMs or they'll send me letters. Like when you share this call bag, change my, change my game. I'm like, let's go. Like, I love that. Um, yeah. I'm a basketball player. I gave you a basketball analogy because I'm a basketball player. I still play. So I love being out on the court, right? I love being out on the court and then, because uh, uh, I get to kind of escape. Uh, and then the number five I would just say is I love growth. I love uh, always reading. So that's another thing I will always do is I'll always absorb and always grow. Those are the things that bring me the most fulfillment. As far as how someone else can get fulfillment or be fulfilled, um, I get this question a lot from youngsters, but I mean, anybody of any age could, you know, be on that journey. So the question that comes up is, uh, or, or, or problem is, well, call bay, I don't know what I love yet. So how do I do my passion if I don't know what I love, right? So if you're in the, the, the uh, bracket of somebody that's trying to figure out what you love, it's like food. Go try a lot of stuff till you figure out what it is you do love, right? Go try a lot of things. And obviously, you know, the younger you are, the, the, the better prepared that is, but it doesn't matter your age. Go try a lot of different things. Try to write, try to poetry, try music, try painting, try whatever, try it all, right? Figure out what, what really gets you excited. Then from there, if somebody already knows what they enjoy, because if they're in that bracket, they're like, well, I know what I, I love to do. Whatever brings you that joy, if it's not in business specifically, my question or my time that I spend with them is how can we make it a part of your business? How can we make that and give you what I call competitive edge or competitive advantage to your personal brand. Can I share a quick little story really quick? I just want to share this because it's- Yeah, go for it, please. Cool. So uh, one of my friends was mentoring with a very high level like rocket ship maker guy. I don't want to say his name because if I do, everybody's going to know who that is and I don't want to put my friend on blast, right? But anyway, he was coming out to me and he was like, yo, Kaveh, I want to give a TED talk, right? I want to give a TED talk. 
And so he's talking tech and talking like innovation and all these kind of topics. But underneath the surface, he's a hip hop break dancer. He's a b-boy, that's what we call it. And hey. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna call his name Frank, even though that's not his name. I'm like, yo, Frank, why don't you open up your TED talk with some b-boy dance and like you spit it on your head and then talk your tech stuff, right? And he's like, Kave, I don't, I'm not gonna do that. It doesn't fit. And I'm like, why doesn't it fit, Frank? Like, it does fit. Like, figure out how to make it fit. Like, figure out a way. And so a lot of people I, I have found, they disconnect from what they really love to do creatively because they figure they got to be somebody in this business world. And so I help people make that merge as to how they can bring their creative skills to their business skills and deliver that to the, deliver that to the world. Nice. I like it a lot. I like how you sort of that story tied in perfectly because I want to ask you, right? So when you're talking about people's passions and almost developing them into businesses, um, this is something that I've helped people do as well. And it's something yes. that I've talked about as well. But I always get the question of, well, Wayne, if I turn that into a business, what if I lose my passion? I'm not going to enjoy it anymore because now I have to rely on it to essentially make me money, right? So if you can speak to that a little bit, like how yeah. can people either just skate that line or, you know, get their passions into business? Well, I think, I think it depends on the awareness piece first off, right? Like a lot of musicians that play music do it as a hobby, but I think they do it as a hobby because of things, uh, these other variables and other factors. Like A, I don't know how to make it work, right? I don't know how to live off of it. Um, being that I don't know how to do this and it overwhelms me and I'm not a business person and we put all these little variables out there, I'm not going to try or I'm not going to attempt or I'm not going to learn what have you. Um, so first off, I would ask I would ask the person who's asking me, I would say, okay, well, uh, you know, Sally, Frank, whatever their name is, uh, do you want to do this for our, a hobby? Like, is this just a hobby for you or would you like to make money at doing this? And if they would say, well, I would love to make money at doing this. Okay, then great. Then let's build out a framework and a, a, a step play-by-play -play to do that. I don't think because uh, someone decides, well, it is a hobby for me. I don't think they should be forced into <laughs> making it a, a business outlet. Yeah. But but what would be the benefit of that would be my question. So the, the follow-up question I would ask them is, okay, well, what makes you money? What brings you in revenue? And they say, well, I'm, a, I'm an accountant or I'm a consultant or I'm a, you know, fill in the blank. I would say, well, do you love it? Probably I'd say seven times out of 10, the answer is going to be no. Uh, so it's like, yeah. okay, so if you don't love that, and you do that for money, then why can't your hobby be making you money? Like I would try to just understand, right? And I would take more of a, um, a scientific and or investigator approach to understand, because usually there's a philosophy and that's what, what people do, like especially artists. I, I use artists, I'm not trying to, I love artists, so I wanna make sure you guys understand, I love my artists, but I'm, I'm stereotyping them in a good way. So many artists look at their art, even painters, they look at, my art is art. It's not yeah. business. I need people to understand and hear me loud and clearly. Business is art, all business, because you're creating. You are in the process of creation. I don't care whether it's technology, I don't care whether you're a consultant, you still have to create things, create documents, create spreadsheets, create, create, create. So yeah. there is really not this like, it's a science and an art, it's not, it's all art. It's just not defined as art because we put these labels on it that this music or this painting is art. No, it's all art. So I just want to drive that home to everybody so that they understand. Nice. Nice, man. And that's so well said. You know, I think I've heard Gary Vee say that before as well, that mm -hmm. people don't realize that you can be creative 
without, like you said, being an artist, painting. I mean, shit, music, of course, is super creative. But then business also, having to come up with new ideas for products to sell or how to get your business in front of somebody's eyes, right? Yes. Get them to engage with it. What's being more creative than that? Well, Cor correct. And it's just all about how we frame it and the verbiage that we use. And that's what I found as to, like I said, usually when that comes up, it's a philosophical disconnect. They just don't look at it that way. And it's, it's about sharing that kind of idea to get them to say, oh, like you just did. Like, I never really thought about it like that. It's like, yeah, like that's what it is. So, you know, that, that's what I, I'm passionate about. Nice, man. I, I like it a lot. And so I think when people are, or when people can use their hobbies or their passions in business, right? And a lot of times business is about educating people, it's providing value, but then it's being more entertaining also. Right. And so this yes. is sort of segueing into your other biggest piece of your business, which you like to define as edutainment. Yes. Right? Yes. Dive, dive a little bit deeper into that. Please like describe it for the people. Yeah, sure. So uh, edutainment is the combination of, you know, entertainment, right? And education. That's what it is. Um, what we're starting to see is more edutainment brands starting to surface. There's a guy that um, I didn't physically connect with him or digitally connect with him. I just, he popped up on my page one day, his brand is surfing agent. So he's a realtor that surfs. So he combined them. Nice. So on his Instagram, there's a whole bunch of things of him surfing, but he's a real estate guy. So that's what he does. And so you're gonna start seeing more and more of these start to pop up. Um, I think that, and for me, uh, I shared with this uh, shared this concept with you offline that I had this groundbreaking in my mind. It was groundbreaking or a breakthrough idea. And the idea that I had this was pre masterclass, um, you know, pre uh, edutainment, if you will. But I thought I said, man, what if Michael Jackson, when he was alive, you know, took all his content, put it on his own app, you know, made that a subscription, and then he offered course material, like he taught dance or he taught business. If Michael knew business, I don't know. But when I had that yeah. idea. It was like my mind like exploded. I was like, oh, like, oh my God, that's like a, a trillion dollar to billion, a billion dollar to trillion dollar business, easy. And so um, when that idea came out, or when I had that idea, I was like, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna create that. And then shortly after I decided to create that, Masterclass came out, which is where we see, uh, you know, uh, Venus, or not Venus, but uh, Serena Williams, Steph Curry, uh, Timbaland, they got Kevin Spacey, they got all these different celebrity, uh, you know, actors, performers, entertainers teaching their craft, right? And then um, the the thing that I saw before that was uh, Eric Thomas and Peter Boog took their speeches, put it on hip hop beats, and they called it a mixtape. And so when I saw those things, I was like, this is going to be the space and I want to be, you know, the face or one of the faces of it. Um, and so, yeah, so mixtape um, so that our listeners know mixtape is very hip hop verbiage. Like when you say mixtape, like that's like a hip hop, you know, verbiage. So for these two guys who are not um, rappers, singers, whatever, and they take their speeches, they put them on hip hip hop beats, and then they say like, that's a mixtape. I was like, oh, this is like, that seems the deal for me. So I was like, this is the thing. That's really what edutainment is and kind of where it's going. Dude, so I love that mindset right there of when they took their speeches and they put it over hip hop beats, now they're calling it a mixtape. Way too many people are would get offended. Like, dude, that shit ain't a mixtape. You can't call that like the same hip hop music. 
But the fact of the matter is they're being creative, right? They're sort of developing that whole culture, right? Absolutely. What a mixtape can be. Absolutely. I, I, t- I get this a lot too, where people, this, this is what comes up when, like like for my friend Frank, who was breakdancing, right? People don't understand is that by you putting this into your competitive advantage and by you making this a thing is going to attract and it's going to repel. And they're not comfortable yet with the repel part. Uh, can we curse on this show? I don't, I don't wanna, wanna curse it, but if it's a- yeah, go, go for it, man, yeah, please. All right, so same thing when Gary Vee says fuck a lot, since you brought up Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Yeah. Not everybody's gonna wanna work with Gary Vaynerchuk because he says fuck a lot. So if yeah. they're like, yo, I wanna work with Gary Vee and I have a, a G-rated or PG-rated audience, he may not be my go-to unless he can conform to switching up his style. So some people are gonna love the fact that he's so aggressive and raw and gritty and he cusses. Other people are gonna be like, I can't rock with Gary Vee. So uh-huh. your, your creative talent is going to do the same thing. It's gonna attract some people because they're gonna be maybe surfers or uh, you know what have you. And it's gonna repel others where people will be like, well, uh, he shouldn't be a real estate guy because he's all about surfing. Why does he do surf? You're gonna get that. It doesn't matter the backlash. So the fact that they saw an opportunity, created that verbiage, they're gonna attract people that like hip hop and like entrepreneurship because it's like the perfect merge, or they're gonna repel people, like you said, that are naysayers like, that's not a mixtape, whatever. Okay, so be it. Go for the people that you attract, not the ones that you repel. Shit, dude, I'm I'm sitting here like, I need to find this. (laughs) Like, get me that. Bruh. Telling you, it's fire. The, um, my favorite one is um, it's either called I think it's called the oh the resolution. Uh, Eric Thomas, the resolution. That thing is the beats on there. Are like if you're in the gym and you're working out, Wayne, I'm trying to tell you that thing goes ham. So yeah, the resolution, Eric Thomas, it's, it's fire. Nice dude, I love it. And so people who uh, who actually listen to my show pretty regularly, they know that I put every single episode on top of beats. Oh, you probably don't even realize this. Because I realize that's what I want, right? That's what I I don't know if I heard it in a podcast somewhere else. But like, dude, I listen to podcasts while I'm working out every single day. And I need to have some pop up, some drive, right? So if I get motivation with hip hop music, right? Because if I'm not listening to a podcast while I'm working out, then I'm listening to hip hop music. And so shit, let's just go ahead and combine the two. Why not? I want Bruh, it's the perfect fit. You're listening anyway. Why is there not any music, you know, in the background like a movie, like even like a movie scene, right? We're watching a movie scene. There's usually some kind of climatic music or some kind of suspense or something to, you know, set the tone. So, yeah, I don't see podcasts any different. That's awesome that you're doing that. Yeah, dude, it's a blast. Now we're on the same page. So cool. So let's take uh, almost two steps back here. Right? Talk about your friend, your friend Frank, quote unquote. Yes, quote unquote right? Frank. Yes. Um, and so you helped to almost coach him into putting his breakdancing into his business, right? Or into this TED talk that he was going to do. Let's let's try and educate people about how they can maybe do it themselves, right? Yes. Not how they can be an inspiration engineer, but okay. how they can actually make edutainment happen. Yes. Well, the first thing I want people to be on the same page or aware of is that the journey is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. That's number one. Journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. Every day, still to this day, Wayne, 
I get a little bit more clarity. I see a little bit or I get an idea from someone and I'm like, ooh, let me add that into what I'm doing. Like, I like that, right? But every day I, I get a, it's like a, I use a, for those of you, have you, did you see that movie X-Men? <laughs> You're like, X-Men? Yeah, X-Men. You know uh, yeah, when, which one? <laughs> you know when Magneto is walking across the bridge, but there's no bridge there. So as he takes a step, a metal plank comes under and he takes another step, another metal plank. Okay, well, this What's journey it? is just like that. There is no plank until you decide this is what I'm gonna do and then you take a step. So I wanna first off set that awareness, make sure everybody's on the same page. So uh, that's number one. Number two, what is the creative skill that you wanna bring to the market or that you're leveraging, right? Now, once you have that creative skill, and I'm really speaking to the people that know what their creative skill that they wanna bring in already is. Once you have that creative skill, I want to, <laughs> like we do when we're building a business, you got an MVP, minimum viable product, your creative skill. Now, you got people that try to sing, they can't sing. You got people that try to be funny, they're not funny. So we need to make sure that first off, it's not just a creative skill and you enjoy it. We need to make sure that it's been validated and other people enjoy it. So have you validated your creative skill, which will be step three, is validating that creative skill that if you can dance, you're a good dancer. If you can sing, you're a good singer, so on and so forth. So validate your creative skill. So now we validated, we went out to a thousand people or more, you know, 90%, 80%, 70% are like, yo, Wayne, you're dope at fill in the blank, right? All right, cool. Now we need to figure out what are the business skills that you have, okay? And so now we wanna create maybe a little list, like, okay, well, I do copy or I do funnels or I do websites or code or whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. Where and how, this is a how question primarily, how can they merge? And let that question sit and marinate on it, meditate on it, visualize on it, and start ideating where and how they can merge. That's when it's gonna get interesting for you because I don't have the answers for you. You're a creative genius, so you're going to create your own answers as to how, how does it happen? For me, it morphed. So I told you offline is that, you know, I filed Cave in 2015. 2020, everything that I'm doing now is completely different from what I was doing in 2015, right? So now, you know, we have these uh, registered traits. So our speeches that are on beats are called beat speeches. That's what I call them. It's all one word, beat speeches. Uh, now we have motivation music where you can listen to music that's basically a positive affirmation in the music. I didn't have these registered trades back then. Now I do. So I was like, "Ooh, okay, I can make, you know, lyrics that are motivationally inclined, put these on beats. And now that's a new thing. Motivation music. That's what it is. Um, and so that's what will happen with you as you start to let that question marinate. How do I make these things merge and different ideas will come? You go with that idea until you can see the next plank like Magneto as you're walking across the bridge and you refine and you implement. You implement and you refine and that's that process, that's that journey and things will start to come together for you. Love it, dude. I hope everybody really heard that and I'm gonna say it again and sort of rephrase it here that you have to start taking those steps, right? You're not gonna see the bridge in front of you right yes. to put it in the whole x-men scenario here you're not going to yes. see the bridge in front of you when you start taking the steps right and every step you take shit's going to change that's yes. fine yes. iterate on it right yes. go a different direction you gave the perfect example that 
Chase, you said you, you filed your company back in 2015 or now it's totally different today than what it was. You didn't know what it was going to be. The fact of the matter is if you don't start that journey, you're, you're never going to find the path really with that true quote unquote success, the happiness that you're meant to do. Correct. And I want people to also, um, I had said it earlier, but I want to bring it back. Um, people love to follow the journey. So poll guys, poll is your best friend. Always share with your community and poll what's going on in your life, right? Poll these new ideas, poll uh, you dancing, singing, doing art, whatever. Like the community will give you feedback and that's great. And that's how Inspiration Engineer even came to be. My community selected it. So, you know, you always want to just be sharing and, and that whole process of that refining is how you'll start really coming to concrete ideas or concrete solutions as to what you're delivering. Nice, yep. And that's that validation, right? Social yes. media gives us Oh my God, amazing tools that we can do that. I literally post a video and then there's a little button you can press that is put a poll on top of it or a simple yes and no question. You can pop right on top of it and immediately start getting feedback. Yes, absolutely. And I do it all the time to this day. (laughs) You always want to be doing that. You drop a new song, you're like, hey, y'all like that song? Or, you know, what's your favorite part of that song? Like, you always want to get data and data. the the, uh, <laughs> the domination is in the detail, so you always want to get data so that you know what's working and what's not working. Love it, love it. So let me, uh, I'm just gonna sort of summarize this, how people can start to put uh, edutainment into their own life and their own brand, their businesses, right? Please. Uh, step, step number one, we both hit it so hard, is start taking the steps. Yes. Start the journey, because you're never gonna know unless you start. Uh, number two, Pick your creative skill. Think of it as that minimum viable product and then start validating it, right? Yes. Start testing it. Social media is a perfect way that you can do that, right? Yes. See if people enjoy it or at the very least, see if, you know, people also agree that you're good at it, right? That you shouldn't be sharing it. Right. <laughs> I, don't, yes. I don't know. I haven't seen Frank, but I don't want him to go out there and break dance if he can just, you know, do that b-boy on your feet i feel but he can't actually like spin or anything like that right exactly right cool so you got to validate it and then after that after you find that sort of quote-unquote the hobby the more entertainment skill now you got to put into the business piece of the puzzle the education skill right so you got to pick that um probably validate it as well course right course absolutely how can you merge these together? Correct. And that's where you get creative. Being on figure out how you can put this stuff together. Absolutely. Nailed it. Nice, man. Nice. Well, we're uh, we're getting here close to the end of the interview, but I want to give you an opportunity to sort of leave the listeners with anything big. What we haven't touched on. Um, what do you got? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so a couple things. So make sure you guys connect with me wherever you hang out. I'm there. Um, not as much on Snapchat, but I am there. Uh, Cave, C-A-U-V-E-E. That's Victory Elephant Elephant. So you can always reach out, say what's up. If you have questions, make sure you ask them. Like, don't be afraid. Um, if I could do a selfish plug, can I do a selfish plug, Wayne? Plug it up, man. Uh, plug it up. It's motivation music time, guys. Make sure you guys are on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're at. 
start liking the content, following, and making sure you're a part of this journey because motivation music is huge. Um, as far as the last nugget that I want to leave you guys with so you guys get that boost and you can really go, all right? I want to make sure that you understand. My very own father, who is a good father actually, was telling me and has told me like, you know, son, you can be whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. You can be anything you set your mind to. And when I was eight years old, I come up to my dad and I was like, dad, dad, I figured out what I want to be. I figured out what I want to do. I want to do music. And he's like, you can't do that. Like you can't. <laughs> it went from age eight to my parents believing in me at age 22. My own parents facts so i say that that's 14 years guys 14 years so just because someone else do not look for other people to validate your dream somebody might give you a, a nugget and you want to listen you want i'm not saying you want to shut off everybody you want to listen but don't let someone else talk you out of your dream not a family member not a friend not a teacher or coach make sure that you're doing what's on your heart and your heart knows uh, i'll say this last thing that i heard and i think it's phenomenal and i just want to share it with you guys because I, I never heard it and it's so powerful i heard from les brown the other day he said courage is a french word and it means of the heart so how you know if you are on the right path is do you have the courage is your heart speaking to that passion and if your heart is speaking that's the signal for you to know what to follow. So make sure that you're following your heart, having the courage, being relentless, and continue to put content out there. My oh, man, you did, you just hit me in the feels. And so I know you hit everybody else there real hard. So awesome. love it. Hey, thanks again so much for your time. Everybody, go follow Kaveh. Check out what he's doing uh, wherever you're seeing this right now. Or listen to it. Check the notes. Uh, there'll be links directly to him. There it is. Callday.com. Thank you so much, Wayne, for having me. I'll see you guys soon. Boom. See you soon. Later.